We're joined by uh, Jerry Mayer Judson, our show contributor. We're going to talk today about sensory rooms, which I got to admit, I didn't, mm-hmm. I don't know much about them. When you when you talked about it this morning, I want to learn more here. Oh, of course. So, um, BC Place opened a permanent sensory room on September 25th. That's this past Monday. Mm-hmm. So, a sensory room is a dedicated space away from the ongoing event at BC Place, whatever it might be. If it's a sporting event, if it's a concert, it doesn't matter. Um, and it's outfitted with sensory tools and artwork it's also dimly lit it's a pretty pleasant place to be and folks can go there if they're feeling maybe overstimulated at an event and whether that has to do with whether the person might be autistic they might have adhd or mm-hmm. they might just feel anxiety about being in such a crowded place um, i noticed even i don't like being in very crowded places anymore post covid i had a lot of mental weirdness with that so hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris May, he is the general manager of BC Place. And we had a chat this morning about the sensory room as well as BC Place's commitment to accessibility going forward. The view we're taking to everything at the stadium right now is how do we make it the most inclusive and welcoming experience for everyone, regardless of the journey they're traveling in life. And I toured a lot of stadiums and went to, to visit some other venues when I, I got this job. And, and these rooms in other stadiums, especially in the United States, are really common. We look to work with the people that helped a lot of those stadiums put their rooms together to, to bring it to fruition. And, and thankfully it's happened. What went into setting up the space? What was that process like? So, I mean, identifying the square footage is sort of the most you know, basic and, and baseline of the task. We work with this great organization, Culture City, out of the U.S., who works with us, and they really take the space and go step by step. Everything from what type of carpet should be on the floors to how are the walls painted or dressed. They physically send all of the activities and different things that are in the room that they have specially designed and work with. So it's all designed by people who uh, work in these type of rooms on a regular basis and have the expertise behind them. Uh, one of the pieces of interactive art in the room was actually designed by someone uh, and built by someone who has autism. So they also are really inclusive in how the actual pieces of art and interactive pieces are, are uh, made and installed. What is the response? I know it's it's early days. Yeah, it's the first week. But what has the response been to the sensory room? Overwhelmingly positive, which is great because it's not just the sensory room. We also now have sensory kits available at our guest services stand, at our concierge stand, so people can come and get those if they need them. We've had a couple of nights where all of our sensory bags have been used. Every day that the sensory room's been open, uh, we were testing it over the last couple of weeks before we did the official opening. Anytime it was open, it, it was really well utilized. All of our staff, or a large percentage of our staff, have gone through special training around what a sensory room is, who would be using it, how to properly interact with people, uh, how to identify people that that would be using it and, and things like that. So it's, it's a really all-encompassing program. It isn't just, you know, a room in a corner where you can go for some quiet. It's properly designed. It's, it's got different touch points around the stadium depending on what someone who's neurodiverse or, or needs some of that time would, would need to have a good experience. That's super wonderful. Pardon me if you did mention this and I did not register. Whereabouts in the stadium is the sensory room located? It is very close to section 252, which is, you know, just across from that section towards one of the big ramps that anybody know that's been oh, to yeah. DC Place would know about our ramps. 
So it's kind of tucked away behind one of those ramps in a quiet area of the building near gate 252. And we have a staff member that's usually stationed there and is able to welcome people in and, and show them the room. Uh, interesting there. Are there other universe, or sorry, uh, stadiums or large uh, sporting facilities that have something like that? Absolutely. It is much bigger in the States than it is here. Um, they have City Field in New York where mm-hmm. the Mets play. There's not a sensory room per se, but there's kind of a sensory kiosk, which has a pretty similar vibe. It just dampens the sound, dampens the light for you if you, mm-hmm. if you need a moment. Um, there's the Allegiant Stadium in Nevada where the Las Vegas, the Raiders, where the Raiders play. play. Um, That's a new stadium too. Yes. So then of course it's outfitted. I think there's actually two um, sensory rooms in that one because there's like a nightclub and then there's also, yeah, two two sensory zones. It's Vegas. You kind of need it. You do. (laughs) I would love more sensory rooms in Las Vegas. It's a very overstimulating place. And the first one was actually in Cleveland um, and that is where the Cavs play. That's theirs. It was called something else. And uh, yeah. That's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm curious. So when you're out in a sort of a busy area, like yeah. a stadium or something mm-hmm. like that, it, it, it's a sense of you're feeling overwhelmed? Yeah. So being overstimulated, it's sort of different for everybody, but it is intense psychophysiological discomfort. And if you maybe it's, it's just hard to tamp down on all of the sensory input. Mm-hmm. So if it's a lot of moving in your vision and a lot of loud sounds and a lot of competing noises for sensory input, it just feels you might feel like anxious or warm or um, irritable or something. And it's mm-hmm. just best to remove yourself from from the situation. So it's even, you know, if you have anxiety, oh, yeah. and you may feel a bit overwhelmed. Those rooms are available. Exactly. It's a good it's a good spot to, to disengage and not even just go in a dark corner or go into the bathroom. It's a dedicated, designated space, which I think is awesome. Do you think that the conversation around sensory overload, mm-hmm. that it's a lot more prevalent than we actually think? Yes. And I looked at the stats. So of course, sort of globally, mm-hmm. neurodivergent people um, represent about 15% of the global population. So it's a pretty sizable wow. chunk. It's almost a quarter if you think about it. So it's it's a good to have these conversations and to make accessibility part of the conversation because other people benefit from sensory rooms as well. If we talk about being neurodivergent, mm-hmm. usually we're talking about autistic people or talking about people with ADHD. But then, yeah, if you have anxiety or if you just need a second, it's really nice to also be able to have access to this infrastructure. That's really cool. And right? uh, once again, <laughs> if uh, you are at BC Place uh, and it opened this week, right? Yes, it opened on Monday. And so it'll be available at every event going on at BC Place onwards. Oh, well, wow. yeah. that, that is excellent. So section 251. Yes. Excellent. And since we're talking uh, stadiums and football, we mm-hmm. just uh, we had a, a story move on, on Twitter here. BC Lions have put Colin Kaepernick on the negotiation list. That just got tweeted Ooh. out uh, by a journalist, um, Farhan Lodgy, and uh, I don't know if he's coming here, and uh, maybe they'll give him a tryout. I know he was That'd trying. That'd be cool. He, was, he said he was available for tryouts for the New York Jets. I think this that was a story that's moved in the last 24 hours. Oh, interesting. Hours. Okay. But uh, we've just heard Come in the last on, probably BC hour Lions. or so, yeah, they may put him on uh, Colin Kaepernick on their negotiation list. So there you go. That's there you a, go. That is amazing. Thank you so much, Jerry. Thank you.